It's time now for the Classic Cinema Rewind with Pastor Jay. I'll see you back at the hut. Oh, boy. Doggy. Now join Pastor Jay as we rewind the tape. And enjoy some classic cinema. Hey, Classic Cinema fans, we are back once again here on the Classic Cinema Rewind videocast and podcast. Uh, we thank you for watching or listening, whichever you're doing. If you're listening on the podcast, we welcome you. Or if you're watching here on the videocast, we, we welcome you and thank you for joining us. Um, this is Halloween season. Uh, we, are, we are in the home stretch of the Halloween season now. And... Uh, we're talking today about uh, something very interesting. We're going to give you our top 13. Uh, these are not really, I shouldn't even say top 13, but these are 13 films that are our must-watch every year. Uh, we, we try to get through uh, all 13 of these at least, and many, 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 many more beyond that as well. Uh, during the Halloween season, but uh, yeah, we're talking the top 13 today. So we're going to do the top six, then we're going to do the uh, the first six, and then we're going to do uh, the top seven as we conclude. So let's jump right into this. First off, uh, we love we love uh, classic. Of course, if you're listening to this too, uh, you know, well, then you must love the classics as well. And classic is a... Um, Kind of a a thing that uh, a lot of people think a classic film is something that is an old film, and that's not always true. Classic just means something that's really spectacular, really great, and uh, it, it can be watched over and over and over and over again. Um, but a lot of these on our list are very, very older films. Um, but we're going to jump right into it with our first one, and you got to start off with a. Um, a classic. Um, we have um, watched this ever since we first discovered this, and it's been every single year since that. Um, and it's a film that um, changed the what we know as zombies. And this is Night of the Living Dead. Yes, you have to have Night of the Living Dead. In your collection, if you're a uh, classic, um, classic horror film fan, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Uh, this one, this release is really, really cool. Um, uh, some people are classic uh, film fans, and they absolutely live or die by what they are. Uh, this one, however, is the um, colorized version. Now, a lot of people will give me flack for this. Uh, they'll say, hey, you should be watching it in the original black and white. And that's, I mean, I, I watch it in black and white as well. But every so often, I like I like the colorized version. I don't know. It just, it, I, I, I think um, Legend Films, uh, who did this, uh, uh, did a very, very good job. Um, so, I, I don't know. There's just something about watching it in color. Uh, so, yeah. 
So Night of the Living Dead, I I have to watch that at least once a year. Um, we're not talking about these sequels, uh, Dawn of the Dead and uh, Day of the Dead and all that. Um, but this was the first, and George C. Uh, George A. Romero, I should say George A. Romero, um, was the man that gave us zombies as we know them. Because before that, zombies were not. The living dead zombies were like um voodoo creatures uh so yeah the zombie that we know and love we can thank george romero for that because night of the living dead changed it all so uh yeah we have to watch night of the living dead every halloween season uh very very cool film love it and uh have to have it every single halloween season all right what else is on our list here well Let's go to another classic, and this one uh, really uh, is spectacular. Um, you're going to find two Hitchcock films on this list, uh, but this one is probably his most iconic uh, film. This is Psycho. Yeah. Now, Psycho is one film that I I have to watch every year. It's it, it's it is so unnerving that scene that one scene and i'm not talking about the shower scene i'm not talking about all the i'm talking about that one scene where where um uh martin balsam uh gets slashed and stumbles back off them steps down the steps Wow, what a what an unnerving scene. Wow, it is just and this this film still holds up even after all these years. Uh, and I've watched this film I don't know how many times in my life and yet every single time I watch it it still is unnerving. Uh that one scene it's just unnerving. Um this is a very very good release. I, I love this as well. This was um this is on Blu-ray, of course, as you can see. Uh, but yeah, the, the picture quality of this is spectacular. Oh, I love it. And there's a lot of cool bonus features on the back. Um, you may be able to see that there. Um, got a little bit of a shine there. So probably you're not going to be able to do it. But anyway, there is a lot of bonus features on this. And Psycho is a very, very good film. We have to watch it every single year. So yeah, um, not really a whole lot you can talk about with Psycho because probably everybody... Uh, has seen Psycho over the years, so there's no point in trying to go over that. Um, let's go to another classic that I love. Uh, this one um, is in a four-movie set, but I'm talking about one of them. This is the Dracula set, but I'm talking about the very first one, The Horror of Dracula. Okay, now, The Horror of Dracula is just so iconic and so amazing. Um, I remember the very first time I ever watched that. My my dad was actually the one that uh, told me about this because my dad actually got to see this film in theaters. Uh, now, of course, I didn't, but <laughs> but he got to see this as a kid in theaters, and he told me he said that the the scene that one scene uh, when the light shines through and Dracula begins to disintegrate, it's gonna change you, and I thought. Okay, okay. Uh, and I've watched this thing every single year, and, and I am never, never, never disappointed. Every time I watch it, it just is so great. 
the the transformation that that deterioration of uh, uh, Christopher Lee uh, going from Dracula to the to deteriorating and becoming like dust is still iconic to this day. It still works even to this day. Hammer Horror did a tremendous job with this film and uh that's why i have it and uh i'm one one of these days i want to upgrade it to a blu-ray but um but yeah but this for right now this is pretty good you get four films on this one but we just wanted to talk about the horror of dracula the best of the four definitely one of my favorites love that have to watch that every single year all right uh let's go to another film that um a character actor that I love so very much, and uh, many know that I love Vincent Price. If you watch this channel or if you uh, read our articles on ClassicCinemaMagazine.blogspot.com, you'll probably have seen that, that I really do enjoy Vincent Price. Well, one of his films, he, he's known for these crazy characters later in his career, but before that, he was uh, he wasn't doing so much of the crazy characters. He was more of the um, supporting actor, or he was a star, but he he kind of was that. He he wasn't so much the monster. He was the guy there. And this one is probably one of my favorites. I love this film, and uh, I actually found this on Blu-ray, so I had to upgrade what I had, because it's just so great, and that is The Fly. What can I say about The Fly, but that it is so cool. Now, this is not Jeff Goldblum's Fly with um, Mark, um, was, uh, David Cronenberg's uh, Fly. This isn't this, isn't this film. Um, Cronenberg does a lot of gross-out uh, type of stuff, uh, horror, and, and where this, this, um, the old classics dealt more in character rather than the, the gore and the shock and the, uh, the, all that type of stuff. Uh, yes, there was shock in some of the, the, the scenes, the reveals, but not the same kind of shock that we see nowadays with a lot of the gore. Um, and that's why I still say The Fly is still with Vincent Price is still the better of the two films. Um, does that mean that Cronenberg's uh, version of The Fly is bad? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that this one's got more heart. It's got more intensity at times, and it's um, and you really feel the emotion, and and that's really what uh, films are supposed to do is give you that emotion, uh, and and the fly with Vincent Price is just so amazing, and and that one scene in this film when you finally get the reveal of of the scientist changing into the fly and what he had become and his wife as she sees him it's just it, it's still it's still chilling and still amazing so yeah the fly i love this film have to watch that every single solitary year just have to all right let's go to another one uh this one uh, I was uh, turned on to a few years ago, and um, it's a made-for-TV movie, and I am shocked this is a made-for-TV movie. This is The Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Now, The Dark Knight of the Scarecrow is a very iconic uh, made-for-TV movie. It's um, unbelievable to me that this, this thing is a made-for-TV movie. When you really think about it, um, it it deals with a lot of issues, and I don't want to go into that on on the channel here. But but there's a lot of issues. We we're talking about a mentally um, uh, handicapped man, um, 
and uh, how the town uh, hates him and uh, they want to destroy him, get him out, kill him basically, um, and find a way to do that. And and the way they go about that and how that um, this whole thing plays around and uh, comes back to haunt all these men, I mean, it is it is chilling. It's spine chilling. It's a made-for-TV movie. There's there's uh, a little bit of blood in this film, which I'm really shocked about. But there is some blood and some kind of violence in this. And you're talking a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, that's what you're talking about—a made-for-TV movie. And I can't believe uh, back in the '80s this got away with uh, what he got away with uh, talking about. Um, you know, some very, very sensitive issues, and, and we're not going to go into that, but there's a lot of sensitive issues, a lot of uh, very, very uh, strange stuff uh, that this film got away with, um, but this film is absolutely the most spectacular made-for-TV horror film. Uh, I, I have never seen a made-for-TV horror film that stands up to this one. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow is just Spectacular! If you have never seen Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, you have got to track that down and you've got to watch it. It is that amazing of a film. It really is. So uh, definitely check out Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. We do every single year. We've actually already done that this year. <laughs> All right. I think we got time for one more before we uh, take a break. Okay. Uh, we got a couple of uh, uh, these kind of films on our uh, list as well. And that is uh, Stephen uh, Stephen King films. Um, this one is probably um, it's not my favorite, but it's it's up there, and it is one that is I have to watch every single year. Misery. Oh my goodness, this this film, the emotion that is in this film will literally destroy you <laughs> it is that amazing it is that transforming it's that uh, unbelievable misery just takes you on a ride a roller coaster ride that really uh has you by the time you get to the end you you are you're almost emotionally drained it is that good and um uh kathy bates wow I just have to say, Kathy Bates is amazing in this film. And, of course, uh, James Caan uh, does a great job as well. But Kathy Bates, oh, wow. Amazing. So, uh, so yeah, so definitely got to check that out every single year. All right. Uh, we are down to the final seven. We got to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back with our final uh, seven. Now you can own the latest albums from singer-songwriter Jason Pastor J. Lockard. I thank Jesus, the healer, for saving my sinful soul. Streets of gold and a crystal sea, a mansion there awaiting me, and no more saying goodbye. Going to classiccinemamagazine.blogspot.com. A paradise beyond the sky. 
All right, thanks for staying with us here on the Classic Cinema Rewind. We are talking our top 13 films that we have to watch every single year, and we're going to jump right back into it. Uh, this is our next one. Uh, not really a horror film, but it's a mystery thriller, and I love it so much, and I have to watch it every single year. I'm talking about The Red House. Uh, this is Edward G. Robinson, and Edward G. Robinson is probably best known for his uh, roles in like gangster films and stuff, but Edward G. Robinson plays a tremendous role here in the mystery of the Red House. What is the Red House? Where is it? What's, what's about the Red House? And Edward G. Robinson plays this very, very interesting character that is um, trying to hide uh, the mystery behind the Red House. I don't want to go into that. I don't want to tell you what it is. If you haven't seen it, I want you to go check it out. But uh, this release is really spectacular because um, uh, the Red House is available on YouTube. Uh, it's public domain, so you can watch it anywhere. But if you really want the best quality copy, this is it right here. Um, this one is just uh, has been restored, and it is really, really great. Uh, so if you can track down this version, uh, it really is great. The Red House, I love this film. Have to watch that every single year. All right, um, an iconic film uh, from the 70s. Uh, the film that uh, changed the face and, and kind of made uh, Slasher a thing. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is the special edition uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, DVD. Uh, love this. Love this. Uh, it's kind of got that shiny uh, saw <laughs> there. Uh, you might not be able to check it out or see it too much, but there is a shiny uh, sheen to that saw there. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre still holds up to this day. It really is that spectacular, even to this day and age right now. I just watched this... Uh, um uh, a week ago, two weeks ago, something like that, and and still this one is amazing. That scene where uh the young guy gets hit and then a uh, leatherface pulls him into the freezer and then whoosh, and then slams that uh door shut, still chilling to this day. Still still iconic. Some some of these films that um that they you, you know that you go through Eventually, they kind of lose that that edge over the years. Uh, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre still has that edge, even to this day and age. Um, yes, there are some things in this film that has have not um, aged well. Uh, there are some things that are uh, that are a little irritating uh, sometimes. I think um, uh, the the young guy in the wheelchair, uh, the way he performs sometimes. Uh, you know, Franklin, he, he, he comes off uh, so irritating sometimes that you just, you almost, and, and this is terrible to even say it, but you almost uh, are, are, are cheering Leatherface when he they finally take him out, or when Leatherface takes him out, and that's terrible, but but I'm just saying, but that's that's how irritating he is sometimes, but... But but it's a but but the film itself is tremendous and and uh, I just love it so uh, yeah Texas Chainsaw Massacre I have to watch at it every single year. All right, we've been doing a lot of horror here, as you can tell. So sometimes you got to clear that palate, cleanse that palate a little bit with something kind of funny. And so uh, this one we have to cleanse our palate sometimes with Young Frankenstein. 
Yeah, love Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein, uh, of course, Gene Wilder and, uh, and Mel Brooks. Uh, Mel Brooks uh, created a a different uh, version of the Frankenstein uh, folklore with Young Frankenstein, and and this film uh, just is is so amazing. It kind of it kind of brings you on a journey uh, that is fun because we we love we love Frankenstein. We love that story of Frankenstein, and none of uh, on on any of this list are we going to find any of our monster movies, our our Universal monster movies. Now that doesn't mean I don't watch them every year, but I didn't want to bring those on because those are you know, typical, but this one takes the Universal Monster movie and takes it in a different uh, light and kind of gives us something that is just fun to watch, and um, and I, that's why I watch it every year because uh, when I'm watching all the horror films and I'm uh, uh, doing all that, sometimes I just need to take a break and just kind of relax and just kind of laugh, and this one uh, you'll definitely laugh with. Um, you know, I just, I, I love that, <laughs> love this film. Um, uh, when they, uh, when they say, uh, the, the lady's name, um, every, every time and the horse whinnies every time, it's just uh, hilarious. And, and, uh, and so many iconic phrases and so many different things in this, uh, you know, this film putting on the Ritz that it, it's just spectacular. So it's it's a great film. I love that. All right, another Hitchcock. This one is probably one of my favorite Hitchcock films. It, it still holds up to this day. We're talking the birds. I love this. Love this. Uh, this DVD cover. I had to get this one because it has that pop art. I don't know. There's just something about that pop art that just that's just cool. Uh, so yeah, I had to get the pop art version of the birds because it's just so cool. But the birds is a film that is just. It never is explained, and I think that is the thing that that is so unnerving about this film. Uh, just all of a sudden, nature attacks out of clear blue, and there's nothing you can do, and then all of a sudden, nature just seems to settle down. And that is so interesting, and that is so uh, so unnerving to me. So uh, that's why I love this film, The Birds. Uh, Hitchcock did a masterpiece here. Uh, this is why I think The Birds is probably one of my favorite uh, Hitchcock films. And I love all of Hitchcock films. Uh, Hitchcock was my favorite director, of course. But I think The Birds is probably my favorite film because he is it's just, it's just spectacular. And it's still spectacular to this day and age. And that's why I have to watch it every single year. All right, we're down to the final three, believe it or not. All right, uh, a film that we just got on Blu-ray from the fine folks at um, uh, Warner Archive is one of my favorite uh, thrillers. This is Wait Until Dark. Audrey Hepburn, Alan Arkin, and Richard Crenna. Richard Crenna, of course, probably um, some of the classic uh, TV fans will remember Richard Crenna as uh, Luke McCoy on The Real McCoys. Uh, but, um, uh, but does a tremendous job in this film. And, uh, of course, Audrey Hepburn is amazing in this role as, uh, Susie, who is a blind, uh, young lady who, um, these, uh, these, uh, three guys are after a doll that her husband brought, uh, back from a, um, from a trip, um, 
coming home and he brings home this doll but inside that doll is a huge amount of drugs and it's uh, a fortune in drugs and they want that doll well she's not willing to give it back um and uh the scenes that follow with her as uh they're trying to get that doll by any means necessary and her uh fighting them off and uh, the whole idea of she lives in the dark and she's about to take them to her world and wow what an amazing thing alan arkin does a tremendous job as uh wrote um the uh, psychotic man wrote and uh Richard Crenna is uh, sympathetic, but then chilling. And uh, Audrey Hepburn is just gorgeous in this film. She's amazing. Uh, that's why I love this film. That's why I have to watch that every year. And Warner Archive has done a tremendous job with this release. So definitely check that one out if you have never seen that one. We're down to our final two. All right. This one is a Stephen King classic. Love Stephen King at Halloween season and this is probably my favorite it's definitely my favorite let's 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 take it down to brass tacks this is my favorite Stephen King film of all time pet cemetery I love pet cemetery um pet cemetery uh when I first watched this it was on TV and it changed my whole idea of what uh what horror films are this one still haunts me those uh those scenes the scenes that are in this film are just chilling uh some of the stuff that goes on nightmares but it is so amazing of a film i love this film now i have not seen the new pet cemetery i i almost hate to do it because this film i love so much I almost don't want to destroy my love for a film or pervert my my eyes by trying to watch something that is not what I love. And I love this film so much that that's why I'm not even sure I even want to check out The New Pet Cemetery because this one is perfect to me. And to try to change that and try to watch something that's not this just may not be the thing I want to do. So I don't know. But but this one I have to watch every year because it's just so great. And then the final one is a Vincent Price film. Uh, Vincent Price was my favorite probably of all time uh, horror actor. And this one I love so much. This is a part of this collection. It's a Vincent Price double feature. But in this one I want to talk about The Last Man on Earth. Uh, again, Vincent Price not playing a, a horror character that we really know. More of the um, the uh, hero, almost, to a degree. The last man on Earth that's trying to survive in a world that has gone completely mad. Uh, this one is probably one of my favorites. I, I think this is my favorite Vincent Price film. Um, I just love this. The way he he takes control of the the whole movie by himself. It just shows how amazing of an actor Vincent Price is. And so that's why I love this film so much. Vincent Price, Last Man on Earth. I love this. If you've never seen Vincent Price in The Last Man on Earth, it is public domain. You can check that out online. But it is it is 
amazing. My favorite Vincent Price film of all time. All right. We have went a little bit overboard today. <laughs> we'll be right back after this with some final thoughts. Read reviews of the latest DVDs, Blu-rays, TV shows, and so much more at ClassicCinemaMagazine.blogspot.com. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. We've we've had uh, fun being here with you talking classic uh, horror films and uh, for this Halloween season. What's your favorite horror film to watch at the uh, Halloween season? Let us know in the comments below. Uh, we do want to um, remind you, go to ClassicCinemaMagazine.blogspot.com every single day. Uh, we put something, something, something new up every single day. Uh, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to these videos or uh, subscribe to our podcast. Uh, be sure to uh, uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Real Pastor J. That is uh, all of our social media accounts for all things Classic Cinema Magazine. And uh, we are completely out of time. We're running overtime, so we got to move. Uh, we thank you for joining us. And until we see you next time with another podcast, another video cast, this is Pastor J reminding you if you want to see a great film, check out a classic. Have a great Halloween season, uh, what's left of it. And we will see you next time here on the Classic Cinema Rewind podcast. Bye, everyone. Sailing out. Is the picture over? Thanks for joining us here on Classic Cinema Rewind. Oh, no, you don't. Stay right where you are, folks. This picture isn't over yet. Stay right there. We want to thank our sponsors. Also, a very special thank you to a great musician, Kevin McLeod, for the great royalty-free music. Check out more of his amazing work at www.incompetech.com. Hey! Oh, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, stay right there. Keep it. Hey, George! Stay, Laura! Join us next time for more classic cinema on the classic Cinema Rewind with Pastor Jay.